Welcome in today, the Bill Michaels Show on every platform, whether you're listening to us on the app, maybe you're listening to us in Viroqua, the mighty WBRQ, maybe in Marshfield, WOSQ, Rice Lake, good to have them on board, Menominee, Marinette, Shawano, Clintonville, Milwaukee, the big 920, all over the place. Good to have you on board today. Uh, good, good stuff. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Sunset Grill out there on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, t- coming up tonight, they got bingo tonight. Every Tuesday night, 7 to 9, hosted by Jacqueline Jill. Uh, they're all going to be there tonight. It is drag bingo. Drag bingo. Head out to the Sunset Grill on Pewaukee Lake tonight for some drag bingo. There you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670. Talking about, about the Green Bay Packers and about the situation they're in and moving forward. And we were talking about the teams in the NFC, the AFC, uh, the most likely representation in an NFC championship game, an AFC championship game. San Francisco looked pretty impressive last night, 38-10. to 10, They knocked off the Arizona Cardinals uh, easily last evening. Uh, it wasn't even much of a game down in Mexico. Boy, they were hyped up, though. Oh, fans in Mexico, man, turned out last night. They always do, whether it's you know over in Germany, over in London. Uh, down in Mexico last night, uh, the boy, the fans turned out in big, uh, big numbers last night, and they were enthusiastic about it. 877-867-1670, that's the phone number. You hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show. There's YouTube, just simply Bill Michael Show on YouTube, Bill Michael Show on Twitch. You can subscribe there, absolutely free. And uh, you can also find us on Apple iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. And you can find us on Google Podcasts after the show. Let's head to the phone calls. Dr. Buddy Gerard in Delaware. Gerard, what's going on, man? How you doing today? Hey, Bill. Who's to say the Dolphins won't be this year's Bengals? Looks like that. Could be. It? Could be. They've yeah, got the weapons know, to do it. Yep. It's sort of, it's sort of eerie like that. Bill, you know, um, I want to talk about that Aikman thing, too, what he said. And, you know, and how every pe- people are getting on him because he uh, he called that guy out on uh, in, uh, Arizona that did the Jair thing. And it mm-hmm. was even more blatant. I mean, I, I, I'm, it's a great call, what Aikman did, in my opinion. You know what I mean? You got to call yeah. it as you see it. Yep. And, but the thing with, with Rodgers is um, you, have to, you have to really put your GM hat on and, and figure this whole thing out if he, if he should be traded after this season. And what you can get in the whole bit. Now, the Jets, think about this, Bill. <laughs> Something a little. Uh, it, now, who had number 12 with the Jets? He can't go there and wear number 12, can he? But, uh, oh, I think he, I think they'd give him anything if he ended up with the Jets. Then again, if it ends up as Joe horrifically Namath's as. They, they, yeah, it, well, yeah, I think even Joe <laughs> Namath would figure, hey, if you can get us to a Super Bowl, maybe Joe would give it back. But uh, remember, the last time a, a Green Bay Packer quarterback went to the New York Jets, it didn't end well. Yeah, but it, they were pretty good for a while with him, though. I yeah, mean, for yeah. several games, they played well, you know. So, mm-hmm. but but look, um, it, how would it affect? Now you you got to put your GM hat on, Bill, and and mm-hmm. I know you're very good at this. Uh, would you do it if you could get two number ones, two number twos, and a player from the Jets? Would you do it? Yes, I would too. Yeah, and and here's the reason why is because if you only if if you you're at a tipping point, you're either going to go all in on a rebuild, or you're going to go all in on Aaron Rodgers. So if you've made the determination that you're going to make a trade, I'm taking the most I can possibly get for him. And they they can't. People have to realize us backer fans. We don't trade him. We we know he's a great player. We know that. Okay, and Mm -hmm. he was. And, And but the thing is, 
Um, what are you going to surround them with next year? You're up against it. You're going to have to get rid of five. Look at the just look at the unrestricted free agent list. There must be 20 guys on it, and probably five of them you really can't lose, but you're going to have to lose. Plus, you're going to have yeah. to cut guys. You can't do it. It, it, mm-hmm. This thing is so screwed up, you can't do it. And if you can play, look, if you can pay Love $3 million, like the, I, I agree with the last caller, what he was saying, by the way. But if you can pay him, uh, Love $3 million, okay, and then surround him and trade Rodgers and surround him next year and, and put a better defense on the field. But, uh, Bill, it all comes down to do you have faith in, in the GM and the coach? You see mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, that's this the next question. It, 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 so that's a great deal. point. So no, that's a great yeah. point. And the point is, is that if you're going to go young, then you keep your coach. If you stay with what you've got, do you believe your coach has control of the team? Yeah, I said that's a. That, I'd love to hear people talk about this. And Rob mm-hmm. Reichel, especially because I think Rob Reichel yeah. is for Trade and Rogers. I think he is. So, but yeah. uh, you, you know, I, I I'm really there's so much Bill to look at here. It's not just like one thing or even two things. It's a right. big, big ball of wax, Bill. Right. You know? No, I would agree. Well, you, have yep. a, you, have, you have a great Thanksgiving, Bill. All, All right, right, buddy. You and, too. Uh, we'll talk to you, you soon. They, that's our buddy Gerard listening to us. Now, he's right in the sense that you got to look forward because you, you've got Lazard and Watkins. Now, either one of those guys, maybe you would keep Lazard. I can't imagine keeping Watkins. But is Lazard going to want more than $4 million a year? Ben, would you keep either one of those guys? Because they're going to be unrestricted free agents going into next season, or when the season comes to an end, going into the off season. Either one of those guys you want back? Likely not. Probably not. The two guys you have to make a decision on: Yash Nyman and Elton Jenkins. Both of those guys are currently starting for you now. Bakhtiari, his contract runs through what is it, twenty twenty four, but you're going to owe him next year close to thirty million dollars. There's no way you're going to pay that. So would, would you dare lose? And I, I can't imagine they would do this. You've got to keep Elton Jenkins. You most likely will keep Yash Nyman. Yash Nyman's making under a million bucks. He's only making like $900,000. So you would probably give Nyman uh, an extension, give Elton Jenkins an extension, and David Bakhtiari would probably would probably go by the wayside. Um. And I'm trying to think who else because you got uh, – well, then you got a lot of the guys. You got like Jonathan Ford and Kayshawn Nixon, uh, Dallin Levitt. Uh, those guys, they're, they're all unrestricted free agents at the end of the year as well. But you you got decisions to make. You got to pay some of these guys. Uh, and, and you've already got money wrapped up in Aaron Rodgers. You got money wrapped up in, in David Bakhtiari. Yeah, and you got, you know, obviously Cobb has his decision to make. He's got a 1.3 cap hit or something like that, I think is what it is. Maybe I could be wrong on that. But he's got uh, money that could possibly go to him, but chances are you probably wouldn't bring him back unless he's willing to come back for the million bucks. You know, you, you got, I, I agree, Gerard's right. You got a lot of things that you have to think about what direction you're going to take this team and how much money is allocated because next year, it's $31.6 million for Rodgers next year, forty point seven a year after that, and then sixty the year after that. Now you can get out of it in, in, you know, in a couple of years, but you get my point. It's, your window is yay big. And so do you go all in and keep the talent around them 
and then go out and get yourself an additional wide receiver or two or whatever? Or do you just say, you know what? It's time. We're just busting this whole thing up. That's it. That the big decision. And I, I still believe Rodgers is coming back. He's coming back next year. I still believe that. So they're going to have some decisions to make. Uh, Mark says, uh, what about Aaron Jones? No, Aaron Jones, um, he's owed a lot of money next year. So you got to figure out what you're going to do there, too. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. John says, uh, no way I'm paying Aaron Rodgers that kind of money. Not going to have protection up front. Not going to have a lot of weapons to throw to. You either have to go all in and find him the guys, or you have to move on. See, that's the, for lack of a better term, that's the decision you're going to be making if you're Brian Gutekinds at the end of the year. I still think you got another run in you. You got one more. But you got to believe that all the pieces will be in place, that you can put the pieces around Aaron Rodgers, that you can keep the offensive line stable, that the coach and the coaching staff, for the most part, short of maybe a, a defensive coordinator, are the guys. You know, it, you, you had a shift. You had Nathaniel Hackett leave, Luke Getze leave. You know, you had all these guys leave. And then you had, obviously, the, uh, the, the move up, you know, uh, of your line coach and such to an offensive coordinator position. Guys are just, they're, they're getting into their role. So now they're going to have that season under their belt. Does Do things get better? Does Stenovich and company get better? Does that offensive line and the, the treatment of that line and the way they work that line, does that get better? And then you hit the ground running going into 2023. I, I, I don't know. Because right now it just looks extremely ugly. And a lot of that could have to do with the thumb. You know, because we all know there's been many years that have gone by that Aaron, you only go as far as Aaron Rodgers is going to take you. And this probably was going to be one of those years had he not injured the thumb. But even, but here's the thing, and and would you agree with me in the sense they didn't look good in London? This wasn't like it was a team that was just setting the world on fire, and all of a sudden they get to London, he hurts the thumb, and they were just bad ever since. You know, right, Ben? I mean, it wasn't like this team was setting the world on fire and, and lighting it up prior to London. Oh, they were quite poor. They, that's they what were, I'm saying. It, well, you know. They were a very unimpressive 3-1. and one. Right. Going into London, you're right, they were 3-1. and one. They were getting by. They beat uh, Bailey Zappi at home, a third stringer uh, with the Patriots, and that was, what, a three-point overtime win. Uh, they, I, I gave them credit. Their, their signature win of the season was, well, up until the Cowboys win, was the, uh, was the Tampa Bay win. Regardless of, you know, what you think about Tampa Bay and such now, but it, to go down there and get a win and to beat Brady and such and to kind of get that monkey off your back a little bit, for, it was ugly. It was 14-12, to 12, and they only scored 14 points. The win that was, you know, obviously prior to that was the 27-10 to 10 win over the Bears, and that was quite handle, handily. And easy, and then they got shellacked, obviously, by the by the Vikings prior to that. But it wasn't it wasn't like it was a barn burner of a season, and then Rodgers hurt the thumb, and then all went to hell because they that was the last play of the game. They were already beaten in London, coming back home. Since that injury, they uh, scored ten against the Jets, twenty one against the Commanders, seventeen against the Bills, nine against the Lions, and then out of nowhere comes a thirty one point explosion against the Cowboys and run right back to where they can't get past 20 this past week uh, against the uh, Tennessee Titans on Thursday Night Football. 
it's been just a really weird year. Just has. Uh, we're going to talk more about the weirdness and what's upcoming in his thoughts. Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. He's going to be joining us. We're going to talk with him about all that is the Green Bay Packers. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And uh, I tell you, I run down there, now that it's cold out, I run down there every morning to make sure, and man, that thing's right at 70 degrees. The room doesn't fluctuate anymore. The door makes all the difference in the world. I love it, absolutely love it, positively love it. No interest, no money down, no payments, two years. Go to PellaWI.com, whether it's patio doors, windows, entryways, whatever it happens to be. You can pick your hardware, you can pick your trim, you can pick slider windows, roll screens. Whatever it is your heart desires, they've got something for everybody. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them, 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. We're going to talk with Rob Reichel. That's next on The Bill Michael Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you haven't, uh, check out my buddy Paul Roberts, Roberts Specialty Beats in Waukesha on Sunset. And I know they have some in. As a matter of fact, I'm going down there today to pick mine up for the uh, Thanksgiving feast. So uh, stop into uh, Roberts Specialty Meats and see what he's got because I know he was doing some orders down there, but also he had some in stock. So check out Roberts Specialty Meats, Waukesha.com. That's Roberts Specialty Meats, Waukesha. Dot com And uh, make sure you tell Paul, say, say, hey, Paul, and tell him we sent you. Joining us now on the hotline, our buddy Rob Reichel, at Rob Reichel, over on uh, Twitter. You can find him, Forbes.com, Conley Media, some Packers coverage there. Rob, how you doing, buddy? Good morning, Billy. Happy early turkey day. You too, my friend. Uh, so we're going to feast, we're going to enjoy ourselves, and uh, thank God we've got enough time between turkey day and Sunday night to kind of settle, so... Maybe we don't have to watch another abysmal performance by the Green Bay Packers. But give me your thoughts right now where this team is. Because, uh, you know, we talk about, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the possibility of a broken thumb. We talk about play calling. Uh, the defensive coordinator stinks. I mean, there's so many different things that we could go into right now. Well, I mean, you, you certainly hit a few of them. I, I mean, I, I think some key ones to watch down the stretch. And maybe the most important thing, Billy, is I think if they held the draft today, the Packers would have the 10th overall pick. Um, and, and I think that's going to be a fascinating thing to watch on play here and uh, kind of unfold over the last, what do we have, six games left, so a month and a half because of the bye. Um, you know, Billy, if they turn this thing over to Jordan Love, and, and this could be a fascinating development, if they turn this over to Jordan Love, say, in two weeks, let's say they give Rodgers, Philly, and Chicago, and now even if they split those, let's, so now they're five and eight, and they say, all right, you know, in theory, we've been mathematically eliminated in almost every scenario possible. Let's let's see what we have for the last month in, in Jordan Love, and, and and that's a good coach mandate down to Matt Lafleur. And it doesn't go well, Bill. I mean, they they could easily climb up the draft board. You know, end up five and twelve, six and eleven, something like that. And and now now we're talking. Do you take a quarterback? Because you just learned over the final month of the season, maybe Jordan Love isn't your guy long term. You're probably not mm -hmm. married to Rodgers much longer. Um, there's no guarantee he'll even be back in, in 2023. And, and we all know what a ridiculously good quarterback draft this is going to be coming up, obviously led by, you know, 
Stroud at, o- at Ohio State and, and, and the Heisman Trophy winner from last year at Alabama. And I mean, the, 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 there's terrific quarterbacks at the top of this draft, Billy. And let's say the Packers move up into that four, five, six, seven range. They might have a chance at one, and and, and that could be a really interesting development. So, you know, uh, Bill, I, I think the big thing for this team moving forward, I mean, let, let's be honest, they're, I think they're sitting, you know, in a tie for 11th right now in, in the NFC with two other teams. So, really, you could call them as low as 13th in the conference, barring a major, major miracle. They're not making the postseason. I, I think the last six weeks are important to look at some of these young guys here within a week or two, uh, play it out the final month where, where we see more of the Jordan Loves, the Samari Toure's, you know, some of these young draft picks that, that, that are on the roster and, and, and get a feel of if they're part of the future and, and kind of Green Bay will have a better concept and grasp and understanding going into the offseason of maybe who's going to be part of this thing moving forward because I, I think you're going to see a dramatically different-looking roster, Billy, when we get to 2023. Uh, okay, let's move forward to 2023. We were talking about Elton Jenkins coming. Elton Jenkins coming up. Yash Nyman coming up. You've obviously got Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins. But you would assume both of those guys are going to be gone. You've got a lot of decisions to make on who you're going to keep, uh, contracts you're going to extend, the way you're going to rework the whole cap situation. Obviously, David Bakhtiari. So, what do you do going into next season if you're Brian Gutekunst? Well, it obviously starts with the quarterback, right? I mean, they're going to have to get an answer by, you know, from him probably by, let's call it mid-February. He can't diddle and dawdle around like Brett Favre did many of the off seasons. They're going to, they're going to have to get some clarity from Aaron, you know, within four to six weeks. I would say, Billy, after the after the season ends, his his cap hit next year isn't isn't terrible. I think it's about thirty two. But we all know mm-hmm. that dead cap. We all know that dead cap sitting there is, you know, the better part of a hundred. And whether they trade him or not factors in. And when they if they would do it after June one, I mean, we won't bore the listeners with all the details of it. But you know, if Aaron's not on the roster next year, there there could be a severe, uh, uh, just an unbelievable cap hit, Billy. And if if, if that's the case, you know, you're, you're probably looking then at going into full fledged rebuild mode. I I think no matter what. It, this offseason might be the time to move on from David Bakhtiari. I think he's 29 or 30 against the cap next year. He does have a dead cap hit of like 23, Billy, but you'd still save six or seven million then on Bakhtiari, and then you're moving on from that contract. So, you know, if, if that's the case, then then you've got to lock up Yash, and, and then you've got to lock up Elton Jenkins. Um, safety's going to be a big issue, uh, Bill, because I don't I don't think Darnell Savage is, is probably part of, of the safety duo moving forward. I think they will probably stick with this plan of trying to turn him into a slot corner, a nickel guy maybe. Um, and, and if that's the case, I mean, Adrian Amos is a free agent, but he's also pushing. I think he turns 30 this offseason, Billy. Do you give him a third contract? He's definitely lived up to that first one, that four-year $36 right. million deal they gave him you know, uh, of, of four years back. So um, he, he's he's definitely the best safety on the roster. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have some tough ones, right? It, it, it's Jenkins, it's Amos, it's Yash, it's, you know, Bobby Tunyon, uh, like you said, who still hasn't, you know, maybe made it all the way back from, from that torn ACL. Alan Lazard, right? Is he just a guy? Do you move forward with, with just these young guys? Randall Cobb, um, if Aaron Rodgers is back, is he still pushing for Randall Cobb? Dean Lowry's part of that group, Billy. Mason Crosby's part of that group. It's a, it's a, it, it's a lot of unrestricted free agents. I mean, they're going to probably have to wave goodbye to at least half of them, if you know, if not more. And 
some of that is going to clearly be their choice that they're going to want to go younger and cheaper at, at certain spots. Like I would assume a kicker and, and maybe defensive end where Dean Lowry is and in places like that. Um, but, but Bill, the, the, the biggest domino on the whole thing is going to come down to what the quarterback wants to do when the, when the season is over. Now, my next question regarding that is how long you said just a couple of weeks. That's about how long you're going to give Aaron Rodgers to, to what do you do? Let's just say Rodgers says, well, I'll let you know before the draft or before free agency. Can you wait that long this year? I don't think you can. No. And, and that's why I said four to six, Billy, you know, you can, which puts you somewhere probably in that mid to later February range. Right. Because I, you know, I, yeah. I think they finished the year January 7th with the lions. And so if you give them six weeks, now you're looking at, let's call it the 20th of February, for example, before you go to the combine, you might have an answer exactly what it is, you know, Aaron wants to do. I'm with you. Um, Free agency is typically in that March 15th range. I don't think you can give Aaron, you know, two, two and a half months to make a call on whether he's back or not, because you're going to want to have your books in line by the time clearly you get to free agency um, and, 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 and have to make some tough choices here on, on some of these guys. Like we talked about a David Bakhtiari, Aaron Jones's contract is going to spike dramatically next year. He goes to about 20 million a season bill. I mean, do they move on from him and turn it over to Dylan or, or do they get Aaron Jones to kind of rework that number? I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, Aaron Jones is their best player. He's, you know, can you can he go back to back seasons with with losing Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones? I, I I just don't know how you can function offensively if yeah. Aaron Jones is isn't on the roster, Billy. I mean, so they're going to probably, have, you know, if they want him back, I don't think he he can be back at that number. But but you know, Aaron Jones is is probably worth close to that number right now, Billy. So how much you know how much wiggle room and flexibility do you get there from from Aaron Jones? You know, but but back to your question on Rodgers, now you you can't let that thing linger into March. Uh, with, with with him un, being undecided on his future, and and I I think Aaron will make a call pretty quickly. I I don't think he's going to hold the organization hostage when it when it's all said and done. I I think he'll take a month, kind of get his head together and clear and and figure out what the future of this organization looks like. And as he gets you know closer and closer to forty, Billy, whether or not he wants to be part of it. Talking with Rob Reichel of Forbes.com, Conley Media. You can read his books and such. Yeah, go to Rob Reichel at Rob Reichel over on. Uh, Twitter, Rob, I want to ask you now about the coaching. Uh, Let's start, obviously, with Joe Barry and the defensive coordinator. Uh, Most people seem to think that at the end of the year, they got to move on, that there's got to be some other different philosophy other than what Joe Barry's bringing to the table. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I I, I think that will happen. I didn't like the hire in the first place. I, you know, when when Jimmy Leonard stayed in Madison and, and turned down the job, that Matt Lafleur really was hoping he would take, you know, I don't want to say Lafleur panicked, but you know, he went to one of his buddies, one of his one of his guys he thought was maybe a, a proven commodity. Well, we, we we all know the the dreadful numbers that Joe Barry brought with him from from his previous stops along the way, and you know, uh, the Detroit, Washington, places like that, and 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 a lot of people wrote that off to, to strictly talent and. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I mean, I, I think Green Bay has top five talent right now uh, among their defensive people, even even though they've lost Rashawn Gary here, you know, comparatively speaking, injury-wise across the league, the Packers have been just fine through the course of, of 2022. There is no reason, Bill, that this group ranks 16th in scoring and 14th in total defense. There's just there's too much talent at every single level. And when you watch games like Tennessee – 
where you're into, what, week 11 of the regular season, and they're still having these gaffes in the back, these communication right. breakdowns, these, these mistakes where, where guys don't know who's covering who and, and uh, you know, what route and what player they're supposed to pick up on simple crossing routes and, and things like that. It's, Bill, this stems back to week one, right, when they they made the dramatic mistake of playing zone against Justin Jefferson. And, right. You know, they they, 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 they they can't stop the run. That You know, I know they did the other night against Tennessee, but they sold out. They paid the price on the back end. It, Bill, 11 weeks into a season, they, they shouldn't have new uh, problems cropping up week after week after week. And that's been a consistent theme with, with Joe Barry. Um, I, I'll be honest. I, I was a Mike Pettin guy. I, I saw no reason to move on from him. Clearly, there were some things internally and, and all that. But Mike Pettin had gotten this defense into the top 10, Bill, two years ago with far less talent, I would say, than what Joe Barry's working with right now. And uh, the fact that they are pretty mediocre, you know, in every category across the board, for, you know, from total defense scoring, I think they're 17th in sacks, Bill. I mean, they're, they are the picture of mediocrity. And when you look at that group with what they're paying certain guys, where guys were drafted, and, and right. the type of resumes that some of these guys had, coming into the year there's no reason that's a mediocre unit so somebody's going to pay the price and 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 rightfully so it's going to be joe barry okay before i let you go now give me your thoughts because i don't think for everybody that says you know you got to get rid of matt lafleur he's losing the team i i don't think he's going anywhere i think he's going to get another year to kind of figure this thing out if it goes dismally bad next year then maybe they just clean house and make a whole new change but i think matt lafleur is back but do you get the sense that matt lafleur is hanging on as this you know, because he had to come in immediately and massage the ego of Aaron Rodgers. They were trying to build that relationship. We've seen Rodgers kind of dress him down on the sidelines a couple of times, and you haven't seen that same grabbing a hold of the of the team as we saw in years past. And now he just seems like he's fighting just to kind of keep the locker room. Do you, what are your thoughts on uh, Matt Lafleur? Well, to, you know, specifically to your first question, he'll be back. I mean, you you, you don't go thirty nine and ten and go to two NFC Championship games and the divisional playoffs in your first three years, um, and then have one stinker of a season. And, and who knows? They still have six games left. I mean, they, they they could get to the 500 range, I guess, when it's all said and done. I don't think that's going to happen. But but let, let, let's say it winds up being a stinker, Bill. He has plenty of house credit built up where, where he is he will mm-hmm. definitely see the fifth year of of, of his uh, you know tenure here in, in Green Bay. And, and, and they'll have to get some things cleaned up, you know, not, not just Joe Barry, um, you know, I, I think Adam Stenovich is safe because it's only year one of him as the offensive coordinator, Billy. But they're going to have to look closely at, at, at how that thing, you know, absolutely unfolded, too, because, you know, it, it's been a long time since the Packers have ranked 26th in scoring offense, you know, at 18 points a game. That, that That's just a dreadful number. And, and you know, and, and I don't care if they had young wide receivers and, and, and older guys that weren't very good and, and all that kind of stuff. 18 points a game in the NFL just, just doesn't cut it. So, LaFleur is going to have to examine that coaching staff pretty closely, too, top to bottom, Billy. But, but you know, I, I, I am with you. He does look like a guy um, who's fighting to keep control of his football team right now when the quarterback cusses him out on the sideline, when the quarterback walks right past him, when he's trying to – when LaFleur is trying to have a conversation with Rodgers. Um, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's come close, Bill, to him losing the locker room or anything like that. But, um, you know, I, I – I, I do think it's a situation where Matt hurt himself earlier in the season um, when when Aaron went on the McAfee show and, and, and ripped some teammates, and not by name, but certainly ripped the performances and started calling for you know playing time being cut for certain guys and things like that. I, I thought that was the perfect time 
for Matt LaFleur to grab the bull by the horns and say, I'm in control of this football team, not the quarterback. The quarterback doesn't make decisions on, you know, whether or not this guy gets 15 snaps or 50. I make those decisions. And Matt missed a golden opportunity right there to say, you know, I, I'm the leader of this football team, not number 12. And and it has been dysfunctional dysfunctional since then, Bill. There's no question about it. So, I mean, it, it's a critical time in, in, the, in the young coaching career of Matt LaFleur. Um, and we'll see where it goes from here, Billy. But th- there's no question to me he's back for year five. Rob, you're the man. That's why I have you on. Enjoy the turkey day, and we will talk again real soon, okay? All right. Always fun. Thanks, Billy. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Long time with uh, Rob Reichel, but, man, great stuff. Great stuff. Find him at Rob Reichel over on Twitter, at Rob Reichel over on Twitter. He joined us on the hard line. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Boondocks Barbecue, Burgers and Brews. They are right there in Stonebank, which is Oconomowoc, as a matter of fact. County Road K in Oconomowoc, and they got a holiday bonus card right now, five-buck bonus card. With every $25 gift purchase, you get a $5 bonus card. Boondocks has the card that counts this holiday season. Check out Boondocks, Barbecue, Burgers, and Brews, County Road K. Stop in, tell them we said hi. Good place while you're out there doing a little shopping. Maybe take a load off, get yourself some lunch, get yourself some dinner, get yourself a beverage, enjoy yourself a little bit, and get a stocking stuffer for those that live in Lake Country and enjoy some good dining. Good stuff from our friends at Boondocks. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.